Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm, my stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There Yet? The family podcast for adults. People who like to fuck like trees. What? That would not be very interesting. We got a story about a guy who practically is fucking like a tree. Just walking around grabbing anything that moves. Do you think do you think the human race would be better if you didn't have any control over who inseminated you? I have no idea. I don't know. It would be weird though too because chicks' vaginas would be like a sail. You know what I mean? I've called it a predator face before, but it really would be if we were like trees because you put your legs up and it would just open up like whoosh. They'd be like sugar gliders. Yeah, like big bat wings sticking out of it, just scooping up every sperm that came flying through the air. And your sperms would have wings. There'd be bloody sperm fights in the air above every city. You think all of the other animals would vacate? They would pretty much have to, right? Well, I, my sperm are smart enough not to get into an animal. It's not like you have a bunch of animals walking around now with fucking, you know, shitting out spree saplings everywhere they go. It's pretty species specific. I mean, there's people. I know, but I think the humanoids would be scrapping it out with the animals then because you wouldn't want them to have any of it on them. See what I'm saying? I see. So eventually the animals will get the picture. That's possible. Meldrick's pointing out the fact that, unfortunately, this uh, scheme of mine would involve Donnie the Hutard being the king of the race because he has nothing better to do than sit on the roof and jerk it all day. That's probably true, unfortunately. The women would never be able to wear skirts because the wind might catch their stuff and they'd sail away like the flying nun. Nice. Anyway... This episode number 547, health-wise. I, I got to say, so far, I don't approve of what we're doing. It was your idea. I know. I would, can, I, can we just go you back? You can't retract it. Can we, just, can we just go back in time to before I went to Six Flags and found out that I was fine? <laughs> See, it's the same kind of trip that I had when I went to the doctor. And he was so terribly rude to me. Well, to be fair, you had a problem. I mean, you had, your blood pressure was not good. Well, I understand okay, so that, you had to get but that taken care of. I don't have any relatively health speaking, I have far less of an issue than you do. I no, I don't have high blood pressure. I don't have the diabetes. As far as weight have, goes, I just have a little floppy belly. That's all. And really, until I went to Six Flags, I was okay. Fucking Six Flags. You saw more to call us. I didn't. Uh, they can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Nothing special else I need to add to the email to they make sure text. it gets this. They can text. All right. Just making sure. Thanks, Amazon, for being our sponsor. Amazon kind of let me down the other day. Why? I was looking for an old book, and I thought, eh, surely they put this on Kindle by now. Nope. Hmm. Are they being a little choosier? Well, they don't have any control over it. It's not like Amazon's doing it. You know what I mean? I the publisher has to. But it was a pretty popular book. That's why I was kind of surprised. I was like, well, it seems like a book you'd want to have on Kindle. Oh, well. Speaking of things you'd like to have, we, mm-hmm. we talked about the fact that Thing 2 had a birthday. So now she's... <sighs> now all I hear is this. Uh, can I date? Uh, uh-huh. When can I get my learner's permit? Those are the two uh-huh. things. That's all I heard. And I told her... You Within know, hours. I, you know, I told her about the learner's permit. What did you tell her? When you can see over the wheel. Aw, she needs a booster seat. I understand, but do you, do you not see that I was... It is a major <laughs> problem. 
I can't even imagine her driving either vehicle. No, I told her, I said, look, I don't have a problem with you starting the learner's permit process, but your feet can't touch the floor and you see over the wheel at the same time. And there's no fucking way that's going to happen. Poor thing. Of course, you know, also thing one is flipping out because there's no way in heck that she wants thing to to either date or drive before she did. Well, she's not going to get to she's not going to get to uh date. Dating is 16. Done. Right. It's not open to discussion. It's I'm not talking about it. Done. But the driving thing, thing 1 had every opportunity to start driving That's at true. 16. That's true. I did nothing to impede her progress. She decided to try to kill herself. That was that was what caused the problem. So I don't know. I don't know what we're gonna do. But she had her birthday, and we we were running around like chickens with their heads cut off on her birthday. And this was the week when you were just slacking off everything. You were just like, yeah, I'm not doing nothing. That is so <laughs> not true. All the responsibilities I would normally have. Nope, not this week. No, I actually was actually busting my butt trying to clean well, up the backyard. I bagged, yeah, trimmed and bagged up. 16 bags worth of yard waste. Thank you very much. Well, okay. I hardly call that slacking. Let me put it this way. The things that you are normally responsible for, you abdicated your responsibility in order to do become Jungle Jane the gardener. Yeah, but it has to be done. Okay, it does have to be done, but there's no time pressure. So there was confusion. You, the day of said, oh, shit, I got to make a birthday cake. And you got as far as making the cake. It wasn't decorated, right? Right, but I knew what I wanted to do with it. Correct, correct. And you wouldn't have any problem doing it. Mm -hmm. And then thing one rolls along and goes, hey, don't worry about the cake. I talked to a friend of mine. She loves to make these fancy cakes. Well, she wants to do it as a business. Correct. Eventually. And I was told this was a fancy cake. Right. Okay, and it was going to be dinosaurs versus Lego. Okay, now here's the thing. Thing one is now working at a place... Where she makes cakes. Yes. So I didn't know who the friend was that right. was making it because she didn't really Correct. go into detail. It was kind of hush-hush. Fine. Correct. Okay. So I'm relieved. Cake taken care of. Awesome. So we did all the other birthday stuff for the day. And you punted on the cake. You just said, fuck I it. did. I got... completely punted the cake. Right. And I don't blame you. You were told. No, no, no. I got, a, I got an awesome cake coming. It was a two-flavor cake. Right. I mean, I was getting all these details. I was like, wow, that's fantastic. I know. Now, and it didn't sound like something that was completely out of the realm of possibility. Right. Right. So I was like, fine, whatever. So she goes to get the cake and it's late at night because we've been Are you going to tell them what it was supposed to be? I did say it was Lego versus dinosaurs. Yeah. Extremely elaborate, though. Yeah. But there's dinosaurs be eating Lego houses and stuff. Yeah. But I understand how you could do that on a cake. I mean, I can see that. Right. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. She... She says, okay, I'm going to go get the cake. And it was late at night because we'd been running around. But everybody wants to see this fucking cake that we've all been hearing tales right. of. Okay. <laughs> she comes back. <laughs> she comes back with this cake. And I see her open the door and I see her come in with this cake. And first I was like, that is not a very big cake. Right. <laughs> it was probably eight inches across. Right. Okay. Very small. Which is fine. I mean, there's very the five of us. We okay. don't need mass quantities of cake. That's, but, that's fine. But, but it is odd for, yes, <laughs> for a purchased cake. Very small for a birthday cake in general. Almost as small as my ridiculous dragon cake. 
Yeah. Now, my dragon cake, admittedly, was entirely made out of fondant with a cupcake hidden somewhere in the middle of it. Okay. Maybe a half a cupcake. However, when I looked at it, I said, oh, look, a dragon. Right. I had little cards in its hand that looked like little cards. It looked like something. Thing one comes in with this thing, and it's a a black disc mm-hmm. with a fucking Easter bunny crammed in it. One of the hollow Easter bunnies that are, you know, the <laughs> white chocolate painted faces and other features. Right, right. Uh-huh. Surrounded by stacks of Starburst. Yep. And Circus Peanuts Easter bunnies. <laughs> it looked like shit. Aw. And they, <laughs> and they were all listing... They, Not it, as it, if they'd been stomped. No, no, just no. Just as if they were ill-supported. Correct. They were just haphazardly <laughs> crammed on there however they would fit in about right. 10 minutes. And here's a tip, cake makers, in case you don't know this. When you put candy on top of frosting, the candy melts into a disgusting, inedible goo. And it had already started to do that. So. You and I looked at each other because, you know, thing to had no idea what it was supposed to be and you and i look at each other like what the huh (laughs) what is that the fucking hell is this (laughs) and i looked at thing one and she goes i know (laughs) (laughs) but of course she was proud of her friend for having done this and she'd actually paid her for it even she understood that that she paid for that? She did. Oh, dear. She paid for she it. Got, how much did she pay? I, I don't know. know. More than five fucking dollars. I don't know. I really don't. It was sad. Lesson fucking learned. So then I felt terrible because, you know. Thing now, two did not get a birthday cake at all. Well, there was cake there. <laughs> but it was just not right. It was gross. Poor thing. So I guess, you know, from now on. Either we'll order a cake directly from Thing One's new employer, <laughs> or I will make sure that I make it myself. Or Thing One can just help make it here. I know. I don't. It, the whole thing was just weird. It all worked out weird. I felt. Bad. I think we still have some of the cake. Maybe I should take a picture of the remainder well, of the cake. Well, here's the thing: the outside ring of the cake was chocolate. Was chocolate, and it was actually tasty. Mm-hmm. The inside was supposed to be funfetti, but it tastes terrible. I don't make did those you, funfetti cakes anymore because they have you, those weird chunks. Yeah, but did you taste the cake no, itself? No, I don't like itself, that cake. The cake itself tasted awful. Maybe it was it an was old mix. It was bad. Bad. So everybody ate the chocolate around the outside of the cake, and that was it. Don't do, yuck, me, no, yuck. Don't do me no favors anymore. <laughs> Aw, it was a well-intentioned. It just didn't work it out. Just and, and, you know, thing one had no control over that. Nah, she she kind of. It was very sweet of her to think of her sister. Yeah, okay. She's gonna kill her sister when she gets home. By the way, I Why? when I went in there to get coffee a minute ago, I walked. Oh, they were all the hanging room. out in her room. They're in her room. You know what they're doing? No, eating her Oreos. <gasps> and I said, "Snap! No way!" And I said, "Does your sister know you're eating Oreos?" Nope. Oh, <laughs> great! And I said, "Get the fuck out of here! I don't want to listen to this fight later." God. So we were talking about briefly about the fact that before I went to Six Flags, I had no idea that I was apparently a giant fat ass mm. and that I had to lose weight. I don't like doing this shit by myself. I'm not, I don't get motivated. I tend to slack off if I try to do it by myself because I just I have so many other things going on that unless there's some kind of like group activity, 
Mm-hmm. I, I just don't do it. I, just no, don't. I think a lot of people are like that. So I decided that what I would do, and, and we we're talking about this before, thing three needs to get a little more exercise. It just does. So I said, here's the deal. I'm going to race you from Dallas all the way to the White House on a bike. Right. She's like, what? Instantly intrigued, though, because it involved competition. Correct. So I explained to her, it's, it's, we're going to figure out how many miles that is, right? Mm-hmm. And then we're going to keep well, track of how She actually picked the location, right? Yeah. I the destination. Her, I originally picked the Statue of Liberty, and she changed it to White, the White House. Mm-hmm. Fine. So we're going to leave from Sundance Square, and we're going to ride to the White House. Now, that ends up being like 1,800 fucking miles. Right. <laughs> Just, yeah, like 20 miles shy. And I said, fine. That's a lot. That's the whole summer's worth of riding. Right. And then I was talking about it a little bit earlier, and I was talking to Derek, one of our listeners, uh, an email. And he said, yeah, he said, we should just have a big race. And everybody that listens to the show who wants to can race as well. So then it was me, Think3, and now everybody from the show. And now right. the fucking kids are all nosing. And as soon as Thing2 got involved, and she looked at you and she goes, what the fuck, mom? Yeah. She's going to sit there and ask while the rest of us are riding bikes for 1,800 fucking miles? I want to pick it up a little bit. Okay. So we're all going to do it as a family. I'm not sure if thing one will even have time to. I don't know if she'll do it. I don't care. Yeah. She's kind of bitchy, crabby anyway. Cut it out. eh, Whatever. But so here's the deal. If you want to participate in the race, we're we're getting things set up now. But if you want to get an early jump on it, you're only allowed to ride for an hour a day. Okay. And really, that's in our house just because there are five people who would be sharing a bike. Well, I mean, there's I, only so many hours. You can't have somebody riding for five hours. Well, I think it's a good ruling because we have listeners who would be like, I'm going to win, and they ride 12 fucking hours. Well, that's true. So we're not doing that. You get an hour in a day, and we're going to trust you not to be douches about it because nobody listens to my show as a douche. You send me to the show email how many miles you ride every day, and then Derek's working on setting up some kind of uh, web thingy. And we'll record it all on there. And you can see who's winning. And I think maybe, you know, after a certain point, like after every hundred miles or whatever, you can Google map it. Something like that. And like do the Google Earth view, street view, whatever, and check it out. It's kind of a way to see the country a little bit from the comfort of your own home. And get some exercise at the same time. And you don't have to be a fat ass like me anymore. Now, here's the bonus. If you beat Kim, you get to see your tits. Cut it out. I didn't say that. However, if you're a woman and I beat you, I get to see your tits. Done. I don't think so. I think it's fair. No. You can see the penises if you want. I'll pass. Would you rather see the boobs? No. It's all fun and games, Kim. It is not. And it is. So this is actually day one. So it really isn't fair because we'll be several days ahead of folks. No, no, no. It doesn't matter. You You report by day. How many, and then at the end, if if by the calendar somebody wins, it doesn't matter. It's how many days you rode, how many miles you rode each day. See what I'm saying? All right. So if somebody finishes it in 18 days, but they actually finish after you do, they still win. They still beat you. I gotcha. Get it? Yeah, well, you know, the the bike is in our bedroom. And so there's no way we're moving it so that it's easily accessible for everybody. No. But there is a TV in there. And so I found yeah. my motivation in reruns of Deadliest Catch. God. Yeah. So I'm thinking, okay, well, if they're fishing in the cold, surely I can ride my bike in my comfortable home. 
with my air conditioning and my handy little drink of water. And then I do like the spinning on the commercials. Nice. So I keep my heart rate up. You're a dork. <laughs> but that's good. I just find my motivation just I don't I don't want to be fat anymore. Well, that's motivation too. I'm hoping. That Hopefully, I don't know. And not everybody has an exercise bike. Go to the Y. I'm sure there's lots of vagina. stuff on YMCA. Craigslist. There's a lot of people buy exercise equipment and then keep it for about six months and decide yeah, they actually, never use it. Right. I'm actually going to try to find a better one. Uh, the one we have is pretty nice. Really? Because it does it this. Is. It does this. It wobbles back and forth like a fucking weeble. A little bit. No, a lot. If I mean, when you put your dainty little ass on it, yeah, I understand it doesn't. But when a gigantic human being like, such as myself gets on there. I'm just saying, I don't know if you're going to find something much nicer than oh, that. Oh, I one. will. I will. Trust me. Okay. Oh, this story is not nice. Two large dogs have chewed off the testicles of a six-month-old boy strapped in a baby carrier and left alone in a Riverside County apartment. Marietta police said that the 22-year-old mother, Carrie McKinney, had left the baby in a car seat on the floor in her boyfriend's apartment on Saturday. Sergeant Bob Landweir says the woman and her boyfriend, Doug Ritchie, left the room when the pit, with the pit bull, and the pit bull mix attacked the baby, tearing off the infant's diaper and biting his scrotum. The baby was taken first to a hospital, then to Loma Linda University Medical Center for surgery, Marietta Police Sergeant James Gangley said. The boy lost his testicles. Poor baby. Jeez, you scared the crap out of me. That's the sound he made when he got bit on the scrotum. Now, here's the thing. People always tell me, pit bulls are nice. No, they're not. I don't know any other dog that, when left alone in a room with a restrained six-month-old, looks at his buddy and goes, you know what we should do? Let's bite that kid's balls off. That's awful. Yes. Do you think they had almost have done it instantly? Because surely the parents well, would have gone how- quickly, right? <laughs> You think they just didn't care because the kid was a screamer anyway? Well, here's the thing. We, I think we've mentioned this before. The car seat is meant for your child to be in it when it's in the car. It's a restraint device. It's not meant for you just to throw your kid in the car seat, lock him in, and then just leave him sitting in the middle of the living room floor. That's how bad shit happens to your kid. And the other thing is, I can, I can see this happening very quickly. Pit bulls have a big mouth. Baby balls are very tiny. It just seems weird to me, though, too, because most of the time, like the strains or whatever, the strap kind of goes over the crotch area. It goes between the legs and then up. You well, know, the at pit some bull point probably unlocked it first. Like, I, I don't the, think let so. Me get the balls. I think the whole thing sounds weird. Let me get at the balls. Why do you think they were dangling it? Dangling I don't know kid? what they were doing. It doesn't sound know. right to me. Anybody that leaves a, a six-month-old alone in a room with fucking big dogs. Yeah. I know. Not I don't know straight. if it was this same person or if it was somebody else that I saw on the news. Yeah. The, they left the child alone with the dog repeatedly all the time No, because know. the dog would protect the kid really until, was the rationale right up until the dog gets hungry one day yeah. or the kid won't shut up and the dog's like look i i'm not nice okay. or it wiggles the wrong way and suddenly looks like yeah. prey i mean come right. on right it kind of rolls and the dog goes holy shit is that a rabbit <laughs> oh no nope, not a rabbit my bad sorry uh, i just don't know why i know everybody's gonna say i have a pit bull and it would never hurt my kids. 
Okay, I'm going to tell you right now. There are certain breeds of dogs that we have fucked up. We as humans fucked them up. Pit bulls, Doberman pincers, and I'm sure there's a few more. I will tell you right now. We've told the story before. I had a friend who had an attack dog that was a highly trained, highly loyal attack dog that one day decided that it wanted to kill all humans. Did not give a shit who you were. It wanted to kill you. I've seen people had pit bulls. They raised them from when they were tiny puppies. They were nice to them. And then one day we go into the guy's bedroom to fucking look for some music or some shit. And there's two pit bulls painting the walls red with each other's blood. And they see us and go, well, shit, humans are a lot easier to kill than other dogs. And the next thing I know, we're running through the cornfield with shotgun, trying to alternately hunt down and kill pit bulls and not be slain by them. Whatever, people. I've seen it. It's there's some dogs are just bad and they may not be bad today. And a hundred percent of them may not be bad. 95% of them are bad. And they're the kind of bad that you don't see coming. Exactly. It's just uh, a dog is not a babysitter. No, it's not. And any dog bigger than your kids, you need to think real hard about having in your house because like I said, I like dogs. I like my dog stupid as it is i like her but i also understand it's a dog and sometimes even my little dog looks at me and goes i think i can take you yeah she gets all (laughs) snarly right it's like no stupid you can't and my dog lives the most pampered lifestyle of any dog in the world so it's not like she's mad she's just a dog yeah and then you gotta put the smack down on her and then she looks yeah. like you, you're like the meanest person in the world. Not not literally smacking. Don't no, send me emails. But like if you yell at her and go, hey, let's not be eating a fucking TV cable. She goes, oh shit, I'm the worst dog ever. Please kill me now. I can't live with the shame. All I ever do is just put my hand on her harness and make her sit. That's it. That's, all That's the equivalent do. of yelling at her. She understands or like grab the end of her nose. She She will stop whatever the fuck she's doing if you put your hand on the end of her nose. And that's mm-hmm. fine. That's why we trained her. Like I said, I understand you may have pit bulls, you may have Rottweilers, a chow, all these dogs, and you love them. And I understand that they love you, too. But inside their tiny fucking dog brain, there's an evil reptile part that is waiting to kill you. Sorry. Arg. Okay, here's my next story, and it doesn't involve animals at all. Well, they're kind of animals. Sort of. Little Maybe tiny ones that live in your shit. Animals. Ew. They are. Health officials didn't close down a Washington state daycare even after four children were hospitalized with a deadly strain of E. coli because of concerns the infection would spread further if parents took their children elsewhere. A four-year-old boy died after being infected at the Vancouver Washington Center, and three other children were sickened. The first case was reported March 19th, and the child's death was reported Friday. Clark County Health Officer Dr. Alan Melnick says he didn't close the center until April 2nd because he was worried parents would take their children to other daycares and risk exposing others. Now, I I understand his reasoning. And from a scientist's perspective, it makes perfect sense, right? There's a chance that any kid that went to this daycare is already carrying around whatever this, you know, this infection. You Mm -hmm. don't want them to spread it anywhere else. So let's just keep them all at the same daycare, right? It's essentially a quarantine. Only the bonus is, I'm not going to tell them they're quarantined. <laughs> Here's the thing. Those children, that center should have been closed, and the children should have all stayed home. 
Why didn't they tell him? Why wasn't that an option? Well, Your kids could have been in contact with E. coli. Let's test them and make sure that they're not infectious. You know, do a test first, find out, right. and then give them clearance to go to another daycare. Yeah, I don't, it's it's because that's, that takes work. Why why take work when I can just wait and see if this thing blows there? I don't know what the deal is with Washington State and E. coli either. I had never heard of E. coli poisoning before I moved to Washington State, and everybody's like, you got to watch out. Are you all filthy up there? You don't wipe your butts properly? No. Front to back. It's not just that. Front it's to back. not cooking meat properly. Yeah, I guess. And was it thing- I eat a lot of raw meat, and I feel pretty good, though. Cut it out. You don't eat raw meat. What color is the inside of my steak? Well, I understand that, but it's been cut. Thing two was telling us that one of her friend's relatives works at a um, a Mexican restaurant. Oh, dear. This was highly upsetting to me. And they are told if there is food left on the trays or whatever on the tables, they will take it and they put the meat back in circulation basically they'll take it and they dump it back in the original thing and then reserve it i do not believe that i I don't know it's a it it, real enough around here for me to believe it damn it (laughs) totally disgusting it uh, you know what after watching some shows it really wouldn't surprise me When some restaurants think it's okay to have rats and cockroaches and stuff running all over the place. Okay, all right. And they're losing money left and right. I always like to pretend that Kitchen Nightmares isn't real. That's, well, I think a lot of people it's do. stage for my benefit. Nobody really wants to know that that stuff exists, and it does. Of course, after the... We're not going to talk about it today, but let me tell you this. If you decide that you're going to change your restaurant from one style... Let's say you're going to change your restaurant from barbecue... <laughs> to Italian why don't you change your website why don't you change your fucking phone number so people don't call and say are you open you go yeah I'm open oh but I didn't tell you I'm an Italian restaurant now <laughs> fucking assholes but that place looked suspiciously like it might end up on Kitchen Nightmares yeah the waiter it was did. all florid his face was all red and splotchy and he was doing everything yeah know. that's because he was bus boy I don't know. We, we need to save that one because that's a good story about why oy, I didn't oy. why I didn't have fucking barbecue today. But I don't know. I, I kind of agree with the fact that if you have kids that are exposed to a disease, I don't have a problem with you telling people your kid's been exposed to a disease. But I also mm-hmm. think you should have the right as the government to say, and we don't want you associating with other people until we get this straightened out. Exactly. But the, the problem is, you know how what assholes people are. They would pull their kid out of the daycare, and they would take him to another daycare that didn't oh, have that's this problem. True. And you'd be spreading your shitty little feces hands all over everything, you know, because kids are gross. They're like dogs, know, they eat they're... each other's poop, and they put their faces in each other's diapers. Now everybody's fucking got it. I completely understand, but the proper response would have been to close down the daycare and tell the people that they had to keep their children at home until they were clear of infection. Yeah, but people don't do that. Not just to keep them all corralled into one spot so they can keep dropping like flies. Okay. And there were plenty of other people that didn't get sick that were carrying it. Yeah. Well, in our school, for example, they've told people, if your kid has a fever, don't send them to school. How many people listen to that rule, Kim? None. Because it's daycare for them. They have to drop their kid off so they can go to work. 
Ugh. Yeah, you know the real solution to this is mm. baby gets E. coli, you shoot him. Cut it out. It's or, not the baby's yeah, fault. You probably don't need to shoot him. You could just use one of those uh, cow killer guns. You know the ones that just shoots the bolt. And kids have real soft heads. You can probably line two or three of them up. Stop it. Perk. Done. No more E. coli here. It's clean. Cut it out. Move along. Well, E. coli is not necessarily a death sentence. Killed one of them, didn't they? They killed one of yeah, them. Could, but, killed, could you know, everybody. how long did they go before they got medical care? I don't know. Mm. Especially but, if the child's in daycare. Maybe the parent or maybe the caregivers didn't say anything about the kid having diarrhea all day maybe. for. I'm just saying. Sarah Palin told me that in the future when people get sick, Obama's going to nail their door shut and burn their house down. Did she, you know that? She didn't really say that. That's what Sarah she? Palin told me. That's part of the death panel. Cut it out. She's like, you know what? In Alaska, we're not going to allow that. And then the, the new governor of Alaska said, bitch, shut up. Get out of my fucking state. Somewhere else. Like nice. Virginia. All right, you ready for the last story? I just queued you for the last story. Did you catch it? Sort of, kind of. <laughs> Jamie Oliver had a tough time this week convincing David Letterman that eating healthfully was possible in America, said Letterman. Soccer. Remember soccer? Well, that didn't work either. Fortunately, Oliver doesn't back down easily. Still best known as the Naked Chef statewide, Oliver several years ago spent 18 long months shooting a show aimed at changing the British school lunch system for the better, and he succeeded. Now he's taking on America. In ABC's Jamie Oliver's Food Revolution, he sets his sights on Huntington, West Virginia, which has been labeled the most unhealthy place in the country. There, he finds kids who eat pizza for breakfast and can't identify fresh tomatoes. In the first episode, one guessed that they were potatoes. Now, I'm not, I'm not judging anybody other than what I saw people on the show. And the thing that struck me the most about this, like when Dallas for a while was named one of the fattest cities in America, right? Mm, yeah, probably. It, it was. And the mayor of Dallas didn't go, well, that's not true. Because the people of Huntington, West Virginia, their whole their whole defense mechanism was, oh, that's clearly not true. Look around. We're fine. Right. Meanwhile, they're all tottering around. None of those people could fit in a Six Flags ride. That's not true either. 90% of those people could not fit in a Six Flags ride. The whole town was at least as fat as me. Other than the little bitty chick who worked at the radio station, they all looked like me. And there were several people that looked like maybe their brother was also their father. Cut it out. Kim. Stop it. <laughs> but the show did make some good points. And it's one of the things I think that aggravates me about when they do shows here. There's a lot of good information in this, but it all gets buried by the bullshit. Well, yeah, there's a lot of manufactured drama. And I think, you know, of course, it shows far more interesting if there's conflict involved. Yeah, like the fake radio DJ conflict. Mm -hmm. The guy's a total douche until all of a sudden he sees the light and then he starts sucking Jamie Oliver's cock right there on right. national TV. He's like, I'll cook with you. But I mean, honestly, they, you know, did they have ringers calling in to the show just to essentially be hateful and negative well, and I think, combative? I think they really tried to set people up as thinking it was going to be worse than it really was. And it, it is it is kind of a blow to have somebody roll into your town well, and go, it is insulting. Eh, you guys are kind of fat and stupid. But you know what? <laughs> Sometimes the insult gets people to react in a positive yeah. way. You know what they should have done? Just brought the Superman right to town and gone, anybody who can't That's true. They could have. <laughs> Sit in this seat if you don't fit. They should just rolled out the coffins on the first day. Showed the big giant ones that they have 
to make now just to accommodate larger corpses. That was one for me. Shut up. It was like the size of a king size bed for crying out loud. That's why I could have all my, me and all my girlfriends could live in it. Yeah. It looked more like a family casket. Yeah. It looked looked like if you wanted to bury everybody all the time. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I I think he has wonderful intentions and I hope everybody's watching it or at least, you know, looks up some of the information on his website. Well, and I think even if you don't believe everything he says, at least he was making a good point because about school lunches and shit, because mm-hmm. he went and made a, a meal from scratch. It was pasta and vegetables and some other stuff. It was clearly a perfectly healthy meal. Right. Right. But it didn't have enough vegetables for them. And when you, you look at the, the plate they were giving people, no, our vegetables are fries. It was a chicken sandwich and French fries and yeah. the French fries counted as a vegetable. Now I, I always knew that the fries counted as a vegetable as does ketchup. So if you serve <laughs> fries with ketchup, that's, that's two same. veggies. This is what I don't understand. Potatoes are in no way a vegetable. They are mm, not a vegetable. It's a starch. It's a starch. It's a tuber. It's not mm. a vegetable. Why does I it I don't know. And the fact that he has such a difficult time explaining to them. And it, to be fair, the school lunch ladies really don't have any control over what's served. And... It's much higher up, and it's yes. all government regulated. And the lunch ladies don't fucking care. I'm going to come here, get my fucking paycheck, and go home. Well, and they need to cook as efficiently right. as possible. That's what they I'm need saying. to feed a boatload of kids right. in a short amount of time. You, you tell them they got to show up an hour early to peel some fucking corn, they're not going to be happy. Yeah. And, and, you know, a lot of those lunch ladies look exactly like I remember our school lunch ladies those- who also <laughs> couldn't have given a crap. They're, what was on that plate? You know how like they talk about the line. Slop it and move it. <laughs> you know how they talk about the line of kings. You know, how, like you know, pharaohs are descended from the fabled line of kings. Yeah. There's also a family of lunch ladies. All lunch ladies are from the same family. All of them. I think they just all look the same because of the hair mats. No. And plastic gloves. They all cut their hair short and it's all gray and they're all kind of short and squat because of the hairnet. No. No. <laughs> I don't know. I just think you know that he. He has good intentions. I hope that it works. And I have to say, you know, we've talked about this before. The school lunches here are pretty healthful. They're they're a lot better. Than I'm not work. saying that they're no. all palatable. <laughs> There's a big difference. Very big difference. Yeah, they're the not... Nutri Donut not not the right track. They may not be the tastiest, but everything on there is probably okay for you. I guess I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. But anyway, like we were talking about, all this kind of shit all came to the perfect storm when I wouldn't fit on the Superman ride. And now I'm, I'm all my shit's cut back. I got to fucking exercise. <sighs> It'll be okay. I don't think it's going to be. I think it's going to kill me. Well, we've all had to turn on the bike except for thing one. Yeah. Well, one of the things, too, that I, I want to warn you, if you decide you're going to all of a sudden start working out and eating right, let me tell you something. Your intestines will hate you. I don't know what it is, but every time I start working out and starting to eat better, my stomach feels like somebody is just pouring Drano through it. I just don't feel right for quite a while. I think it's all the crap in my fat cells leaching out of my body. It's like your own natural version of ally. Yeah, I really, I'm not kidding. I think it is. I think as you start to, as your fat starts to break down, all all the, the sexy stuff that I kept up inside of me, like Twinkie filling. 
mm. and the barbecue sauce. And uh, that was holding everything up there for yeah, you. It's all in there. It's like all glue. Those, it's all in those fat cells. Every once in a while, I burp and I go, "Oh, that's 1987." Yuck. Anyway, we would like if you would all race with us. Like I said, if you want to start, just keep track of every day how far you ride in an hour, and then uh, pretty soon, Derek has promised me that he's going to present something awesome, and we'll all be impressed. Hey, right, anything else over there? I do not. All right. Uh, if they want to call us, where can they call us? They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. You know, I was noticing on my little exercise log thing, you know, one of the entries on there? What? Fucking. Just saying. Email. That counts as exercise. If you love me and you did Come it right, on. yeah, it does. It does. That doesn't count. Well, not the way we do it, but it could. Cut it out. Email. show at gmail.com. Don't forget, you can juice this Blu-ray.com, vote for this podcast. Leave us a review on iTunes. And seriously, do that. I don't know what's holding up on all you guys. Just right. This show's fucking awesome. It's better than getting my cock sucked. Done. Yes. All right, Kim. We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing Two. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing Three, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet? Vote for us at podcastalley.com. Hmm.